turn that on now. You guys, I don't know if you know this, but I don't adapt to change well. Um, so so my, my question is, should Cynthia get half and then Hope and Hillary get the other quarter? So, so Steve, probably about this time next year, you might want to have a message ready because I have a feeling that Cynthia and I are going to be on a cruise somewhere. I just wanted to hold it just for a moment longer. This December, we will have been married 29 years. I've learned at least one thing since then. When she says, give me the envelope, you just do it. <laughs> Guys, we are blown away by your love for us and your, your generosity. Um, I'm glad that, that I had a fluid message uh, planned for today because I don't think I could do like a whole, um, a whole message the way I would normally do. Here's, here's what I had planned to do today. I want us just to spend some time just being thankful. Did you put that up there? Give me that slide. There you go. As we, as we get ready to celebrate Thanksgiving, and, and this is really cool for us because we, this is actually the Sunday that we came um, 15 years ago, the Sunday right before Thanksgiving. Um, and so... So Thanksgiving is, is extra cool for us because it, it's Thanksgiving and we love that and it's the time for us to sit and reflect on, on the things that God has done. And, but, but it's also, we get to be thankful every year at Thanksgiving uh, that we are here serving in this church. The, the definition of, of thankful, it's an adjective in case you didn't know. Any grammar please out here? Um, yeah, okay, we have one. We have more than that, but you're afraid to raise your hand. But conscious of benefit received. And, and I was thinking about that, conscious of the benefit that we receive in, in first, I'm sorry, in second, I almost said Thessalonians, thanks. You totally messed me up there, bub. No, in, in second Corinthians chapter five, um, I got all mixed up. Four, chapter four, verse 15. And you're all thinking, I'm glad he wasn't planning on preaching today either. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 15, it says, Since we have the same spirit of faith, according to, this is 13, according to what has been written, I believe and so spoke, we also believe and so we speak, knowing that he raised the Lord Jesus, knowing that he who raised the Lord Jesus will raise us also with Jesus and bring us with you into his presence. For it is for all your sake, so that as grace extends to more and more people, it may increase thanksgiving to the glory of God. As we gather together as His church, as we gather together as God's people, I think particularly um, at Thanksgiving, we should do it more often than then, but particularly at Thanksgiving, that, that we, need to, we need to speak out, that, that we need to come together and, and we need to be thankful for the things that God does and is doing in us. You know, you know, one of the, we, we talked a couple of weeks ago about true contentment. Let me tell you the secret to true, true contentment. Are you ready? The secret to true contentment is being thankful 
for what you have. Some of you are like, well, that sounds like circular reasoning. You know, if you're thankful for what you have, you're content. But no, we, we want to, sometimes we want the feeling of contentment before we're thankful. But if you just began to, we know that little song, count your many blessings, count them one by one. But if we begin to express thanks for the things that God has given to us, I know that looks weird with my weird finger here. If we begin, I'll do left-handed, if we begin to, to express thanks for the things that God has given to us, it really makes us aware of the way that God is moving and working. And so today, I, I want to start uh, by, by being thankful for the cross. Uh, as I was thinking, how, how do I start this? How, what are, what's the first thing that, that I need to express being thankful for? I, I, I thought of a lot of things, but, but first, I'm thankful for the cross. Many of you have heard my testimony before, but I didn't grow up in a Christian home. I'm not going to give it to you, just a sketch. Didn't grow up in a Christian home, and at 15, God got a hold of me. I don't know if I would be alive otherwise. I really don't. God got a hold of this little punk, freckle-faced, reddish-haired kid at 15. And if I shared with you some of the things before then that I struggled with alcohol, I was probably an alcoholic. Everyone else in my family was. I probably was. God got a hold of me at 15. Changed everything. Changed everything. I, 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 I talk with people oftentimes um, who, who kind of struggle with, with their salvation or, or, or security. And, and, and I'll just be real honest with you. I can, I can sympathize for them that, that they're struggling with that, but I can't empathize because God so radically changed me, He so radically redeemed me, that there's never been any doubt for me. Part of my, part of my testimony is that morning, I, I met the Lord July the 14th, 1982 at 2 a.m. That's how drastic it was for me. That and my aunt had the foresight of telling me the next day, write that down in your Bible. That when I walked outside, the grass was greener, the sky was bluer than I'd ever seen before in my life. And God in my heart, I don't want you to think I hear his voice out loud, it would freak me out. God in my heart said, Larry, I've, even, I've not only given you a new heart, but I've given you a new eyes and a new mind. Thankful for the cross. I'm thankful that even before the world was created, before the first thing ever was created, that God knew me. And He loved me. Through all the stuff that I did that he pursued me, and he still does. That he's not finished with me. Steve, when you said, uh, hope for another 15, my, my thought was, guys, we're just getting started here. We are just getting started here. I, I, I love the, uh, I almost put up a slide, pardon our dust, but don't worry, we got rid of that yesterday. <laughs> It has been amazing for me to, to watch just God put stuff together with this. We're just getting started, but, but it all starts at the cross. Thankful for the cross. Thankful that God loved me and He grabbed me 
and that he won't let go of me. Some people say, yeah, but you can let go of him. I can. But he's not going to let go of me. <laughs> so I wonder if there's, there's anyone else that, that, that would like to express their gratitude for God, their thankfulness to God for saving them. Scripture says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I expected to hear a so right then. But Anybody? love that song when he was on the cross you were on his mind anybody else yes You guys are cool you're jumping ahead of me a little bit but that's all right you know where i'm going the second thing that that i would tell you that i'm thankful for and it's the reason that 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 we can be celebrating this 15 year anniversary is because i have a family who's in ministry with me y'all are gonna make me cry <laughs> i don't if there is a pastor who thinks that he can do ministry without his family, um, he's messed up. <laughs> um, I, I had someone tell me early on two things. One, don't, don't build close relationships in the church. And the other, keep your family separated from your ministry. And I thought, I don't know how to do either one of those. It's because of my family that, that we, have, we have gone through some tough stuff it's because of my family that, that I'm able to be your pastor. With, without that, and they're involved in ministry with me. Probably every single person in my family, well, not anymore because we changed the sanctuary, but we can walk through this place in pitch black <laughs> because we've been here so much. Uh, but I'm thankful for the family, for the wife who stands and ministers with me. Um, uh, it, it's hard for anybody to talk about my ministry here without talking about me and Cynthia, and I appreciate that because it's absolutely true. But then my kids, uh, Hillary was 10 when we came, Hope was 2. Uh, I love it. Um, uh, Hope, Hope probably won't want me to share this with you, but she used to be, we were over there, uh, she used to stand on the front and she would just kind of twirl around uh, uh, praising God while we were singing. And they've just been through all the way I mean, my family's always been a part of ministry 
Um, Hillary still is, even though she like ran off, got married, and changed her name. I introduced her as Hillary Evans the other day. I'm sorry, Chris. So I'm still getting used to it. Still getting used to it. Uh, <laughs> I'm thankful for my family. The ministers right alongside me, and and I don't know how any pastor who says he does it otherwise. I don't know how he could do it. But I'm also thankful for my church family. Uh, many of you know my parents passed away when I was young. Cynthia's parents are, that's the only parents we have. But you guys are our family here. And, and that's the way we are. That, that's why when we talked about our vision statement for our church, we're Christ's followers first, but second, we're committed family. And, and we are. I mean, we're, we're family through thick and thin, you know. You can change your socks, but you can't change your family. And, and, and we are. We're, we're family, and, and I just... I love that. You guys are our, our church family. But I'm also thankful. That I'm, I'm looking at the time, Steve. I'm, I'm make, making sure. I don't want Debbie say, let my people go. <laughs> I'm thankful that for whatever reason, that God chose to use us ministry isn't that crazy this this renovation thing i i uh um i, I don't often I, I it's hard for me to kind of envision the way things will look but i just felt like god really gave me a vision for what this was going to be and and i know i know that uh for for some of you uh that that one sunday when i talked about sometimes we don't know all of the answers we, we don't, may not know all the questions just yet, but sometimes we know that that's where we're supposed to go, and so we step out in faith, and, and, and you guys very graciously did with me. And, and I'll tell you, it has been amazing for me to watch God provide. And, and, and there are a lot of people, and at the end I'll, I'll, I'll mention everybody, but there's one very significant that's been huge in all of this, and he probably wouldn't want me to say anything, but, but John Ferdetta stepped in. I told him, God... God put you here, I don't think only for this, <laughs> but at just the right time, if you haven't had a chance to, to meet, uh, we got like, starting to get the Debbie collection here, um, John and, and Debbie, and, and it just, it, it's just cool, and, and he's like, it's too cold for us, to, he has a construction company, it's too cold for us to go out and work, but my guys can come here and volunteer till it warms up, and I'm like, Lord, thank you for winter. And I think the first day it snowed, right? <laughs> they couldn't have done anything anyways. And, and just, just watching God put things together. Uh, 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 I, I'll give away a little bit of a secret, but everybody who's seen the hardwood floors goes, oh, man, I wish we could keep the hardwood floors. And I'm like, you know, if all we had in here was hardwood floors, this place would sound like a gymnasium. That the acoustics would be bad. It, it would add a lot to the project's timeline. We're like a month ahead, but um, <laughs> but but it would add a lot to that. It's a lot of maintenance and, and upkeep. And for some odd reason, whenever they had that raised stage, what they did was cut a hole in the floor and lift it up. So when we got rid of that, there was a hole in the floor, and we had to fix that. And and Steve was trying to convince me. Uh, how we could do that, and I'm like, I don't know, and he was disappointed, but he took it well, you know, and and then a little bit later, he goes, I got an idea, I got an idea, 
he said, what if, what if we just do that little strip in the back? And about that time, John walks in and he goes, well, if you're going to do that, you can do the same thing on the other side. It's just been cool. And then people just stepping in. And, and at the end, I'll, I'll, I'll have a comprehensive list of everybody stepping in. But I, I just tell you, it has been amazing for me to watch God work through his people. It's just cool. It's just neat to watch and, and I'm sitting back, and, and we're blown away. But you know what? If we just took, took a second and remembered who our God is, this is the creator of everything. I mean, you know, we can't even make an eyeball uh, as humans. And, and God, God made the eyeball so intricate that, that anything missing from there, and it just wouldn't work. Then made all of creation. Why does it surprise us that he could can put together something like this. I'm thankful we serve a God who chooses to use us. So I just want to encourage you guys as, as, we, as we enter into a Thanksgiving time to, to take some time and, and just reflect. Just, just reflect on the things that God has blessed you with, that he loved you so much that Jesus this blows me away every time I say it. That Jesus went to the cross for us. Now, we think of that as a physical death, but let me just remind you a bit of what happened there. Jesus didn't just die for us physically. That, that's a martyr. There are people who do that. First responders, law enforcement, they put themselves on the line for us. We have military that put themselves on the line, and they die for us. Uh, we have people who have died so that we could have the freedoms that we have in this country. People have died for us, and that's been happening all along. Parents certainly will jump in and, and die for their child. But what Jesus did on the cross wasn't just a physical death, even though that was gruesome enough. Scripture tells us that Jesus, who knew no sin, became our sin. I believe that's what he agonized about when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane. It wasn't the physical pain, although that, I'm sure, was on his mind. Because when, when God took our sin and placed it upon Christ, he was alienated from God because of our sin. That's why he cried out, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? God, Jesus, for the first time in all eternity, God the Son was separated from God And then bearing our sin, God poured his wrath out. The punishment that we deserve, he poured it out on Christ for us. He paid the price for our sin. He took the punishment for our sin. All of God's wrath for our sin was poured out upon him. That's why in Romans chapter 8, verse 1, it says, There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ. Why? Because Jesus was condemned in our place. When Jesus said it is finished on the cross, what he's saying is that I have borne the full weight of God's punishment for them, the ones that were at the foot of the cross. Isn't that amazing? And for those who believe, John 3.16 tells us, we wouldn't perish, but we would have eternal life. Isn't that amazing? He who knew no sin became sin so that we could become the righteousness of God 
in him. And so today as we, as we gather around the Lord's table for communion, remember first of all the reason that we can do that because of the cross and then and then as we do that let's gather together as family as church family around the table sometimes we get on each other's nerves that ever happen i mean even in a church you know we might be all believers and Sometimes we get on each other's nerves. And I've had people say, you know what? I don't want to go to church. I don't like those people there. And I'm thinking that you're going to spend eternity with them. Now, they're going to be better there. But we may as well start working through some of this stuff now. We, we may as well get together. We better get used to being around the table because guess what? In heaven, there's going to be a feast. I don't think it's just going to be one, but, but I know it's going to start with the wedding feast of the Lamb as his bride, the church, comes to him. And you know what? You can think of the very best Thanksgiving you've ever had. And it, can't, it doesn't even hit the scale of what we're going to get as we feast together around the table in heaven. But let me, let me pray for us and and then as the, the, the deacons, ushers come forward to, to, to hand out the juice and, and the, the, want, the juice, not the wine, I'm sorry. Um, anyway, we won't even go there. But we use juice and bread as they hand out the juice and the bread. Um, hold on to those. There are times where we take it individually, but, but for, for in this one, hold on to those and, and then we'll do that together as a family. I can imagine, you know how y'all get together around a family and, and you, you bless the food? We're going to get to do that and Jesus is going to stand up and say, Father, will you let me bless the food? <laughs> and, and he's going to say the blessing for us. And, and this is just a taste. This is just a taste of that. Remembering why it is that we can come together around the table. You take this time as they're passing out the, the juice and the bread and Use it as a time of reflection, a time of giving thanks. And, and just, just start reciting through the things that you're thankful for with the Lord during that time. And you'll be amazed at really how blessed we are. Let's pray. Father, I thank you. You're amazing. Your love continues to blow me away. God, these, these people here don't know, but I know, I know what a stinker I was. I know the dark place that I was in when you came and you rescued me. And when I, as a 15-year-old punk, knelt down beside my bed, not knowing what to pray, just started confessing every sin I could. Just the way that you touched my heart, the way that you opened my eyes, God, you just gave me understanding that I shouldn't have had because I didn't grow up in a Christian home. You saved me. God, you continue to. You continue to redeem me. 
Lord, if that was all. That is so much more than I could ever deserve or ever repay you for. Yet, God, you go so far beyond. You not only loved me, you not only rescued me, but God, you changed me. And you continue to. Your love pursues me all the time. Continue to work through your spirit and your word to convict and to change. And then, God, you gave me a family, a wife and kids. You saved them. And then, Lord, in a way and for a reason I'll never understand, you choose to use us in ministry together as a family. Then you gave us a church family. Loves us and supports us and we can minister together with. And, and, and then God, our confoundment, choose to use us to take the gospel of Jesus Christ to a lost and dying community in the world. God, we just want to say thank you. Lord, as we gather around your table, just an inkling what we're going to get to experience in, in heaven, Lord, I pray that you'd help us to be mindful of the cross. He who knew no sin became sin so that we could become your righteousness in him. That, that God, his blood cleanses us from all sin. That, that his atonement on the cross, that, that his payment on the cross was enough. God, I just pray that, Lord, you would knit our hearts together in unity. In Jesus' name we pray. sins away slain for us and we remember the promise made that all who come in faith find forgiveness at the cross so we share in this bread of life and we Oh, 
blood that cleanses every stain of sin shed for you. Drink and remember, he drank death's cup that all may enter in to receive the life of God. So we share in this bread of life, and we drink of his sacrifice as a So with thankfulness and faith we rise to respond and to remember our call to follow in the steps of Christ as his body here on earth. As we gathered together with his disciples he took the bread and after he blessed it he broke it and he said this is my body which is for you they can eat in a similar way he took the cup and after he blessed it he said this is my blood and the new covenant that I make with you it can drink. Every time we celebrate the Lord's Supper around the table together, we not only proclaim the death 
and the burial and resurrection of Christ. But we also look forward to the time when He will return and take us home to be with Him. Let's pray. Father, You're amazing. Your love is uncomprehendable to us. We'll spend eternity exploring the depths of Your love for us. God, I pray that as we as we gather together as your body here, God, that we would submit ourselves to you, to be used of you however you desire for your glory and for your honor so that people would come to a life-changing relationship with Jesus Christ. Father, I pray that you would use us in ways that would astound the world. You would knit our hearts together that because of our love for one another, people would know that we're followers of Jesus. God, we ask that you would empower us to do the work you've called us to do. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Will the ushers come forward to receive the offering, please? Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes, let me see. Beauty that made this heart adore you, hope of a life spent with you. So here I am to worship, here I am to bow down, here I am to say that you're my God. You're all together, love. All together worthy, all together wonderful to me. King of all days, oh so highly exalted, glorious in heaven above.
stand and close them song. Oh, 
rise to death. Life is mine to live. One through your selfless love. on that cross for us. As we go from this place this morning, we remember that sacrifice. We remember what was so dearly paid for our sins. Uh, Lord, cleanse us. Make us new people. Make us new creation. That as we walk out of this place, uh, that we would be renewed uh, to serve you. That we would be renewed uh, to honor you and to glorify you. Lord, I pray that you would please be with each and every one of us here. Uh, Lord, help us to lift up the banner in the name of Jesus Christ this week. Or give us those opportunities, give us the will, give us the strength, for you alone uh, can do that. So we ask you for that mercy on us this morning. Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for this season uh, that as a nation we can turn uh, and be thankful. And so, Father, for those that uh, do not know who to be thankful to, uh, that they do not know even what they're thankful for in this season, uh, Father, give us opportunities to minister, give us opportunities to speak a word uh, of encouragement, of direction, uh, that even in this time, uh, in this season, uh, that hearts might be turned uh, to worship and to honor and praise and lift up the name of Jesus. Father, thank you again for this time this morning. Uh, we ask your blessing on us now as uh, we partake in a meal together. Uh, we thank you for this church and for the blessing of it. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. to see my name written in the wounds for through your suffering I am free death is rushed to death life is mine to live one through yourself Of the cross, Son of God.